Pickaxe. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Kirsty and Brandy's comfort zone, where we listen to each other's dreams and try and figure out what the heck is going on. I am. I am Brandy. I'm Kirsty. Oh. Oh. oh, I was like, we can nearly I speak had it. In we nearly had or should it. I wait for? I should have waited. Wait for Kirsty. Uh, how many episodes <laughs> in are we? We still haven't nailed it. Jeez. Uh, I think this will be twenty-seven. Oh, <laughs> damn. Well, she's Brandy. And I'm She's Kirsty. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> I need to stop talking. No. Okay. You should talk. You talk more. I'll talk more. Well. <laughs> well, well, well. We're How back. have you... We are back. We're back and we've got rid of that Chris fellow. We have. <laughs> we kicked him out. I actually had a dream about Chris. Did you? Uh, last... Wait, was it last week or this week? And I messaged him. I have this really bad habit of if I ever have a dream about someone, I immediately message them as soon as I wake up. Before I, I have habit. any chance to put any sort of filter on whatsoever, I'll just message people. Well, I mean, like the time I messaged Brie, like, are you okay? And Silas. And, <laughs> and Silas. <laughs> so I had a, had a dream about Chris and I just sent him this message being like, oh, I had a dream and we were just hanging out and it was just really nice to see you. I hope you're okay. Because it was just a nice like hanging out dream. And then I saw him at the pub and I had this this feel like this, this real, um, you know when you just have like an affection towards a friend because you're just like, you're here and you're nice and I'm grateful for you. Aww. But Chris isn't really that sort of vibe. So I immediately went over to Chris and I was like, Chris is here. And I hugged him and he was just like, what are you doing? This is weird. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot you. Uh, <laughs> this is not how we normally behave. <laughs> no affection. Oh, that's really nice. I think those are the nice kind of messages to receive. Like, oh, I was thinking about you. I hope you're okay. Like, that's so lovely. I think there is a real good, I can't think of the word, but a, a, a good thing for just messaging people out the blue. I think a lot of people get hung up on, oh, I don't really have a reason to message this person. Whereas I will just straight up message people and be like, Hey. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> what are you doing? I do that too. I'm just like, hey, I hope you're okay. Just it's just it's yeah. just nice. It's nice to get Because it's nice getting that. those messages. Mm-hmm. So why not be the one to send them? Exactly. Exactly. So this week, mm-hmm. you and I, we signed up to Be Real. Oh my god, we the did app. For people who don't know the app Be Real, it's an alert that goes off uh, once a day at a random time. I did not realize it was a random time when I signed up to this. And you take a photo, you take, you simultaneously take a photo with the front camera and the back camera. And it's just meant to show, because I guess a lot of social media is people posing and being like, best day ever. And it's meant to just show everyday mundane life real life you're meant to be real the problem i have with it is that because it goes off at a random time (laughs) i found that it gives me a low-lying sense of always being on edge oh no (laughs) 
because it feels to me like because the first like when I saw Nina and Sarah doing it, it must have been what like seven o'clock in the evening or something around about then. Yeah. And then the next day when I had downloaded it, it went off at like nine in the morning. Yeah, it was so early that first day. And I was just like, I was awake, but I was just like naked in bed. And I was like, well, that's too real. Sarah's going to regret getting me to download this. (laughs) That's the first picture I put up like, hey. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, it went off so, so early that first day. And I was still in bed, like just looking like a massive gremlin. Um, and, but the problem what I'm having is my phone, it's so old and shit that I don't get the push notifications through all the time. So I have to actively check the app and it's like, oh, you had a notification 40 minutes ago. Do your be real. It it dobs you in. Yeah. It will like, it'll, it will pop up being like, Kirsty's posted to be real 16 minutes late. And you're like, oh oh, no. It's like... (laughs) Well, like all of a sudden you're just like oh I better do this because everyone's gonna know I was late and that's not real that's not real <laughs> I've had time to pose but it just gives me this feeling of like have you ever pranked a friend like you've jumped out at them or something yeah. and you know that they're gonna get you back but you don't know when so you just yes. are on edge all yes, the yes, time yes, yes, yes. that's how it makes me feel because I never know when it's going to go off and I'm like I know it's going to go off today but I don't know when Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah I'm kind of waiting for it to go off because I know that I'm not going to get the notification I'm like bloody hell where is it come on what time what time do you call this be real get on with it (laughs) like it still hasn't gone off yet uh midday so when are we going to get it when are we going to get it am I going to have to get dressed to 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 be real I I I don't know. Who knows? I don't I don't know. <laughs> it's also that sort of feeling of like, you know, if you have an appointment for something that's at oh, like yes. two o'clock. And so you, you just can't sit do and do nothing the hours before. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you sit for the entire become. day just like, oh, I've got to go out in five hours. I can't really start anything. I don't know when I'm gonna to have to be real. So I'll just I can't I can't do anything. No. I'm just gonna sit here. Looking good spontaneous. Here. Yes, for until, eight hours. until I have to be real in, in seven hours' time. I, yeah. I feel like we might I be do. overthinking the app a little bit. <laughs> I'm hoping these feelings die down because I've only done, what, three so far. Yours have been very, very good. I have been enjoying well, them luckily, very much. Well, luckily, when it went off yesterday, I was in the office and Sarah was there. So I literally just like... Um, I looked down at my phone, saw the notification. I was like, is Sarah here? And then I legged it across the office and was like, Sarah, be real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So we, um, we got ours together. I just got a notification on my phone and I was like, be real. <laughs> is it time? Be real. Are time we to being be real. real? Oh, time to be real. <laughs> uh. I, but I do hope these feelings sort of like, I, I, I get you. So I guess it's like new and novel at the moment. So that's probably why I'm like, yeah. Oh. I'm sure they will. We'll probably just forget about the app eventually. But yeah, Duncan's one made me laugh last night because he was obviously walking home in the rain and it was just a wet street and him looking miserable. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> That's like me. So it's like last you, night, yeah. 
I lent Alex my coat because I was like, my bus will be here soon. And then the bus was cancelled and I was just in the rain for 50 minutes. Oh. That's what happens when you get married. You share half of everything, including your coat. coat. You cut it in half. <laughs> if only Be Real went off there, you were being very real in the yeah. rain. Yeah. I um I do actually like it though, despite my, you know, edgy complaints. I um the thing I like about having something like Instagram is that I can go back and check just randomly. I'll look through my own Instagram and be like, I remember that day. That was nice. Mm. And I feel like Be Real is like because you can see all of your old ones and yes. it shows up like a little calendar that you can click on and you can just be like, Oh yeah, that day. And I like that stuff. I've even started thinking about maybe doing like weekly vlogs just to have a little archive of things that Aww. I've done. It's That'd just be nice. nice because for so long I was so like camera shy. Yeah. For years and years and years. I mean, streaming has helped that a lot. Um, because now I feel like I've just, you know, everyone has seen every dumb face I'm ever going to pull. So there's not really, it can't get any worse. Um, but I I feel like I lost like a big chunk of growing up because I just have no, like, that I guess camera phones weren't really a thing. And if they yeah. were, the photos were like 10 pixels by 10 pixels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I just, I guess I have this sudden feeling the last few years of like, I want to, and just things like, things like my early streams are just lost to the void because I didn't think to save them. Yeah, me too. Mine are exactly the same. Um, but no, I totally understand that. Like, I was very camera shy as a kid as well, and I'm still pretty camera shy. Um, I just am very self-conscious and I don't like being in pictures. I don't like being in front of the camera, but I forced myself to do it on stream. Um, but the thing that I get like I look back at old pictures where I know I would have been just horrified to have this picture taken and I'm like oh, I look all right but if I get a picture yeah. taken now I'm like yeah but I know that if I look back at it in like a couple of months time I'll be like oh okay that's not bad <laughs> <laughs> so I just need to take all of my pictures in advance and then I'll be fine just a few months or years in advance because I never really take selfies i feel like there are people who have selfies down to a t like they yes. can take perfect shots like every time and maybe that's just the illusion of social media maybe they are taking 20 shots and they're just posting the best one or something but people seem to know what to do with their face whereas i never i feel like the photo i see is never the face i thought i was doing yeah i'm the same as well like i I, I've looked in the mirror before and I've been like, right, that is a good face to do. Like, trying to remember how that feels. Yeah, <laughs> I do that too. I'm like, memorize this Memorize smile. this face. And then you but then go you out get a picture taken. friends post pictures and you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, what am I doing? Oh. And sometimes, like, I, I used to get that for me, it would spoil the night in retrospect. It's like... I feel like I'm having fun. And then I'd look back and I'd be like, that is not how I felt the fun looked. So now I didn't have fun. Mm -hmm. I've, I stopped doing that now, thankfully. Now I'm just like, ah, it's silly. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, for a while I was like, oh, clearly I did not have fun because that is not how I imagined my fun face. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, stuff like that can be really like, uh, I don't know, just really 
sad and like stinky. yeah it's very stinky like i i know for a fact that i've been that person that you know everyone's having a lovely day out and suddenly i get really anxious and self-conscious and i'm like i don't want to be in any pictures i don't want to be in any pictures like don't take pictures of me yeah. blah 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 and it's like oh i don't want to be that person but yeah at the time it just sort of overcomes you doesn't it and it's just like oh I don't want to be, I don't want to be perceived, please. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, then sometimes... I come out of the day and I'm like, oh, I don't have any memories of this day now because I wasn't in any pictures. Yeah. You have regret. Regret. I sometimes get the opposite as well. Like for ages, I would think, hang on, when I hung out with this person, they never asked to take a picture with me. But now I'm seeing them taking pictures with other people when they hang out why did they not want a picture with me? Aww. And it's probably because I was so camera shy for years and refused photos. But your brain doesn't think in those logical ways. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why, like, I really liked when me and you started hanging out in real life and you would be like, oh yeah, let's get a picture. And I was like, she wants a picture Aww. with me. <laughs> it I made me really happy. Pictures. <laughs> I really like it. It's, it's, um, recently in, in the Yogg's offices, Lewis got they got this digital photo frame and they've been adding pictures of yogs to it and i was like oh i really want to add some and lewis was like oh i don't think we've got many pictures of you like if you've got any just send them in and i was like all right so i was looking through and i found a bunch of pictures of me and you and i was like okay we'll send that one that one that one that one <laughs> just put me and briny all over the thing <laughs> you know funnily enough i was in the office yesterday before the coat incident <gasps> and um uh, Simon, I walked over and Simon was sat next to the picture frame and he was like, can you explain your face in this picture? And there's like a little scroll thing on top of it. So he was scrolling back and back and back and back. And then he was like, this one, why do you look so serious in this photo? <laughs> <laughs> which, which one was just my face, Simon. <laughs> it was one of um, me, you and Brie before we did the Christmas crafts. Oh, I, I wonder if I'd put that on there. I might have done that. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, Kirsty looks like she's having a lovely time and you just look very serious. It's like, <laughs> I was having a lovely time too. It's just, again, I don't know what my face is doing. Exactly. Face <laughs> it does what it wants. Does what it wants. But yeah, I've just found it. I found the picture. He was like, you're biting your lip in a very serious manner. See, I, like, I, I, don't, I don't think I you don't look know. serious. I think you look determined. And I was ready to build ready a gingerbread house. To build that a day. gingerbread house, exactly, exactly. You're you're just ready to go. <laughs> well, shall we? Now we know what's going on in our faces. Shall we hear what's going on in our brains? Yeah, let's enter the face. <laughs> that a good segue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. I like that. Go into the into the mind and listen to some dreams. We listen to yours first. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Three, two, one, go. I had another dream where my parents wanted to move house out of their old house that they just moved out of in real life. Uh, they wanted to move out of it because their whole road had been developed so much that every other house was now like almost like a skyscraper but a small one they were all like five stories high or something um and my parents had only added one more floor to theirs and next door hadn't added any so they were all just they were they were just still tiny houses and you couldn't see anything it was just 
walls. So they wanted to move um, and they managed to find somewhere that was really cheap. And we went there to visit. And it was a, it was all right. It was a biggish house. Um, and this guy, the estate agent, I guess, was showing us around. Um, and you went in and it had a kitchen, which wasn't much different to the old kitchen. It was like, okay, it seems okay. And then you, you came out into an open space. And it was like, oh, yeah, and the bar's over there. Um, that bar is open every night. And it was literally attached to our house. And we were like, um, there's going to be a bar every night open it's going to be very loud Um, and then next to the bar in one of the rooms it was one of the bedrooms um, there was literally like a curtain on the wall the walls were really high up as well like a sports hall Um, so I went up to the curtain and I sort of pulled it to the side and there was a swimming pool in there and I was like oh damn have we got a swimming pool and the guy was like oh no that's a public gym uh, you gotta pay, I don't know, two ninety nine a month uh, to use the gym, and I was like, but it's attached to our house. <laughs> Why is there a gym attached to our house? Why is there a bar attached to our house? And he was like, the bar does very good tacos, and I was like, that's not the point. So I went over to the bar, and there were two girls that apparently were with me. I don't know who they were. And I was like, did you try the tacos? They were like, yeah. And one of them was like, nah, you can have mine. I wasn't a fan. And I was like, what is it? No, she was like, I wasn't a fan. Mine had a bone in it. And I was like, oh, gross. Like, oh, what did you order? And she was like, oh, the beef bone in tacos. I was like, but, but, but you, you ordered bone in tacos and you're complaining there's a bone? <laughs> and she was like, yeah. Uh, and that was that was it. That was the dream. Goodbye. Ta-da. <laughs> that was the dream. <laughs> I wonder if, because we were talking about like when would this have happened? When was this dream? This was only <laughs> two days ago. Because the other day on stream we were talking about you were talking about what it's like growing up in a pub so i wonder if that has influenced your dream maybe so this house about having the bar maybe yeah this house was um so it was the house they just moved out so it wasn't the pub but yeah the bar itself may may have something to do with the pub it was it was very very basic like it was like oh it looked almost like a pop-up bar in this big empty room um with just a few seats and just a little counter um so it wasn't very good at all and for some reason they did tacos (laughs) but this is just another dream this is a dream that's happening a lot since my parents moved and i've talked about it before but since they have moved i've dreamt about their old house a lot more um and like dreams about them moving and stuff like that um because they moved kind of far away i guess it makes sense like i'm not seeing them as much yeah um but i don't know why there was a gym attached to the house the new house (laughs) 
And I think at one point the the person that was like giving us the tour was like, "Oh, there's also a basement if you want to see it." And we were like, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's oh. very strange. Oh, have you been just as your you book? said that? I looked up house, and the first bit that caught my eye because it is emboldened is mm-hmm. basement slash cellar. <gasps> yeah. And it says the cellar most often represents the subconscious and those things we may have suppressed through an inability to handle them. So maybe you, there's just something that you just couldn't handle and you're like, I don't want to see the basement. Nope. Nope. nope, nope not nope. interested. <laughs> don't want to see it. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> don't let me into that basement. I don't want to face my problems. But it also <laughs> says a basement can also highlight the power that is available to us provided we are willing to make use of it so maybe you actually have a power and that was you being like no i will be good and not use my powers use my power (laughs) for good and then of course it says we may not have come to terms with our own sexuality and prefer to keep it hidden Mm -hmm. so anything you'd like to tell us Kirsty? fair 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 i mean I guess, I guess, like, I mean, I don't think that's what it's about at all, but, 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 yeah, potentially, like, I, I honestly, when, when people are like, oh, you know, what's your sexuality? I'm like, <laughs> basement dweller, <laughs> basement dweller, <laughs> a powerful basement dweller. <laughs> I am undecided to be confirmed. Is <laughs> it to be continued? To Tune be continued. in next week to find out. <laughs> A little cliffhanger. Mm. I was wondering if it had something about like the house you grew up in, but it just says a house nearly always refers to the soul, and they oh, there's a typo in oh. my professional dream book. It says they way that we build our lives. I'm guessing it means the way that we build our lives. <gasps> Typo. The different rooms and parts of the houses in dreams indicate the various aspects of our personality and experience. Okay. So I guess in that way... Basement, bar, gym. Maybe it does, like... I guess... Okay, I'll go real smushy here. But uh-huh. I wonder if it is, um, you know, a mixture of... Because I always get when it's coming up to like Christmas and New Year's, that is a very reflective time for me. So I wonder if um, maybe it's your subconscious just trying to sort things out, get things in order. You're thinking about like maybe the bar isn't to do with like the past and houses you grew up in. Maybe the house itself, the house you grew up in, and then the bar could represent social life and the gym could yeah, represent, like should I, you know, I mean, I every year I'm like, I should do more exercise. It's like when they say that gym memberships in January yeah. skyrocket and then everyone <laughs> stops. stops. <going. laughs> yep. um, so I wonder if it is just your brain's way of like, okay, let's think about the things we've done, the things we're doing, the things we want to do and just put it all here in a house and we can go through it room by room and, and sort it out. I wonder if, it, I wonder if it's I like something that. like that. I like that a lot. Like the bar would definitely but don't be go like, in the basement. <laughs> but don't go in the basement. No, no, no. You don't want to go down there. Not at all. But yeah, like, the, the the bar could be friends. The house could be family. The gym could be me sitting in my flat thinking I should move more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, it, it could be. Tacos is probably too specific for the food, but... 
Food signifies the satisfaction of our needs, whether those are physical, mental or spiritual. So I guess the food could be your needs in a more spiritual way, like food need for a, the soul. A bone. Need a... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all sometimes. <laughs> Every now and then we all need a bone. In. <laughs> I'll see if that's in my book. <laughs> it is something we might take or are taking into ourselves. Frequent what, dreams about eating suggest a great hunger for something. I don't dream about eating very much for someone who is always hungry. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't really either. I didn't even eat these tacos in my dream. They were just given to me. Yeah... Also, who would make bone-in tacos? That's a terrible idea. Maybe that's... Have you been playing the new plate-up dishes? Because they have bones now. I haven't, actually. I haven't experienced them. But when I was playing with you and Fion, we were talking about bones, bone-in steaks. Yeah. That was our code for a, for a regular steak. One bone-in. I... <laughs> One slap-flap. One slap-flap. <laughs> I was struggling to get to sleep after that stream because I was just lying awake and my mind was just going, one slap, flap, two slap, boner. <laughs> I was like, please. <laughs> Three slap, thick boy. <laughs> Three slap, dummy thick. <laughs> I saw Alistair yesterday, uh, for those who don't know, the game dev I've played up, and... I, we were talking about, because he said that he'd had a dream and I was like, did you record it? Do you want to come on Comfort Zone? And then that got us talking about um, me having... I was like, I think I had a dream about Played Up the other day. And he was like, you literally recorded a podcast where you said you did. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> about the lemon update. Oh, dear. The lemon update. When is the lemon update? We had the pumpkin update. When's the lemon update? Is there any um, holiday that's associated with lemons? Um, there must be a holiday for lemons. Holiday lemons. A holiday lemon for month, Aww. which is celebrated <gasps> in June every year, is a special period to honor and appreciate one of the most versatile citrus fruits. Well, there you ah. go. I oh, blooming love lemons, like a lemon drizzle. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I love lemon drizzle. So good. Do you remember there being? Anything in particular in, I guess, would it be, I mean, there's meat in the food section. Uh, yeah. Well, they were beef tacos. Yeah. Beef bone in. Apparently that's physical or worldly satisfaction or needs that are shown often in dreams as meat. I don't understand Ooh. what that sentence says. No. <laughs> Something sexy, I think. Yup. Beef Worldly satisfaction. Bone in beef taco. Yeah, that honestly, I, I can understand that. I can see that. That's that's not a very, you know, delicate euphemism. <laughs> or it could be something because if the food is about like something you are taking in and the satisfaction you get from it, maybe the fact that it had something bad about it 
was means that there's something you're taking in that you want to be satisfied by, but you are not. So maybe there's something you're doing in your day-to-day life that you're like, this does not give me joy, like Marie hmm. Kondo or whoever. This says. does not spark joy. So you need to find your taco, your perfect taco. <laughs> My perfect are so taco. Messy. I love tacos. They are messy, them, but, but there's damn. no graceful way to eat them. No, there's not. You just Which sort of brings people to down to my in. level, so I'm happy. Because <laughs> I eat everything in an ungraceful manner. So if everyone... It, it levels the playing field, tacos, I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's like, if you're sitting down for dinner, like having a pizza or something, and somebody cracks out a knife and fork, you can't do that with tacos. You know, yeah. you can't knife and fork a taco. You gotta just dive in there. Everybody, get your hands and smush it in your face. I, for a while, did become a pizza knife and forker because oh my God. I, I, I don't realized... even know you anymore, Brony. <laughs> well, I realized that having a knife and fork slowed me down because I was just eating. When I have, I mean, I've gone back to using my hands now, but. We had this, I used to work in this music shop and every special event we would go to Stevenage, Frankie and Benny's and I would always get pizza and then I would always eat it really quick and then make myself feel, feel quite oh sick. Gosh. So by like the third, because I think like three of us had birthdays in March. So we were going there so regularly at one point that I was like, I'm just going to use a knife and fork and then it will actually pace me. <laughs> and so it did work. To get me to not just okay, inhale that's food like acceptable. a goat. <laughs> that's, I guess that's acceptable, to be fair. I do inhale pizza, so maybe I should try that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because I realised, did you ever play the chocolate game when you were growing up? Yes, with a knife and fork. And you yeah, put on gloves so and a hat and a scarf. That was my logic, was that that slowed me down eating a bar you of chocolate. You had to put on... All of your clothes, a hat, a scarf, gloves, sunglasses. I love that before game you sit so much. And eat your pizza. <laughs> I persuaded people to play it once in adulthood and I loved it. And I wish I, I could played get it more in adulthood. To play I it. went on holiday with my aunt and my mum and one of their friends uh, to Ibiza. And we were all just drunk on our balcony and we bought a big bar of chocolate and we played it. In Ibiza on a balcony <laughs> while drinking Prosecco. And it was great. <laughs> so much fun. Maybe so we, can we persuade them to do a jingle jam stream of the chocolate just, game? Just, just to see chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it just gets so hype. It does. It really does. It's so good. It's Looking you roll back, a dice, don't like... you? You roll a dice and you have to get a six, I think. Yeah, so for people who don't know the chocolate game, you all sit in a circle. In the middle of the circle is a bar of chocolate, a knife, a fork, gloves, a scarf, and a hat. And you go around the outside the circle rolling a dice, taking it in turns. And if you get a six, you go into the middle, you put on the hat, the scarf, and the gloves, and you start cutting one square of chocolate. But if anyone else rolls a six, they get to take over. So you are just there (laughs) desperately trying to get one square of chocolate. And looking back, it was just a parental way of making one bar of chocolate last between like nine kids. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And killing like 20 minutes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, just like frantically 
taking off and putting on the hat, scarf, and gloves. <laughs> and then someone else rolls a six. It's like, no, I'm not you yet. <laughs> I think the smartest parent uh, game was, did you ever play Sleeping Lions? Yes, I remember Sleeping Lions. It's just everyone lie down and be quiet and it's a game now. <laughs> so that you're all just genius. lying on the floor quietly and they're just like, oh, you're all doing so well. You're winning. <laughs> you're <Yay>! winning. <laughs> you're doing it. Oh, Hush dear. now. <laughs> First one to make a noise loses. Oh. You don't want to be a loser, do you? You don't want to Best be a be loser, quiet. lion. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. <laughs> Maybe I should have a proper birthday party for my birthday next year and just play all the all the old classics. All the old classics, yeah. I, I think mind we just should. lying down quietly for twenty. All right, minutes. everyone, it's time for sleeping lions. Everyone's like half cut, like just pissed. It was like, okay, lay on the floor. <laughs> Perfect. I'm right. Past the parcel. That was a good one as well. <gasps> I loved past the parcel. That is such a good game. <laughs> right. Do you want to hear my Your dream? dream? I do. Always. I remember one part of this and I don't remember the rest of it. And it's almost five minutes long. So <laughs> this is going to be a journey for me as well. Okay. <laughs> journey of self-discovery. Let's do it. Three, two, one, go. I had a dream. Oh my gosh. It was so full of wrestlers. It was basically like a Marvel film, but instead of superheroes, you got wrestlers. And it started with this lady who, she was like a politician. And she had to go to the roof to see how these domes opened up to, like, ventilate this building. And she met the Lucha brothers up there. Um, and they were just trying to, like, help out and keep out of her way. Um... And she figured it out, and then she went downstairs. And then there was some sort of, like, global crisis, and she had to attend this meeting in New Zealand um, full of all these, like, political leaders and stuff. And I think she was the only lady there. It was all these, like, all the men had the same suit. They were all wearing blue shirts and... Uh, it was sort of like I was watching a film because time went by by like stacking up her dresses that she was wearing every day and then she was talking to her friend and she was like can't you just get some of these cleaned why do you have to get a new dress and she was like oh they don't have dry cleaners in New Zealand and I'll have to go to the post office so she went to the post office and she like thought there was a spark between her and the guy working at the post office. So she wrote down on a magazine, like, will you go out with me? And she handed it to him. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I will. And then he, like, walked outside. And it turned out he was a super villain. And he was like, Mwahahaha. So I think then it got to I was me. And I had been kidnapped trying to save I think it was like John Moxley Jungle Boy and some other wrestler had like trapped him in rock and they were just beating him up 
and I had gone to save him for some reason, but it just resulted in me being kidnapped by Jungle Boy and Riddle. And Riddle was like, he was, I don't know what he was doing. He was doing something and then like Jungle Boy was being really creepy because he his thing was that he could like inflate his arms at will. So his body was like the same level of muscly, but he just had these, like when he was relaxed, he just had these tiny little skinny arms. Um, and I think they could stretch, like stretch Armstrong as well. So he like grabbed me from really far away and pulled me close and he was just being all creepy. And I was just like, Ugh. and then I was like, okay, I'm just going to go and get something. And I just like dived through this hole in the floor, managed to escape. And I was running through this crowd of people and I could hear them behind me being like, she's got away, like, get her. And like Riddle was chasing me. And I was thinking like, who is an enemy of of Jack Perry, like Jungle Boy, who do I have to find? And I was like, oh, I need to find Luchasaurus. They're not friends anymore. But then I think at the end, I think I might have like bumped into Undertaker. And I was like, he's he seems like a bad guy, but he's a good guy. He'll save me. And then um, the dream ended with, I think, uh, the lady and Penta finally got together. Like, I think they had, like, hung out a bit more and they were... It was hinted at that they were going to end up together and I was like, oh, that's nice. Um, and then I woke up and then I fell asleep again and I had another dream... <laughs> That was that Kirsty was going to a daddy convention. Um, but all I remember of that was that she was showing me the website and she was like, oh, yeah, I think someone messaged me. And I was like, every time they like nudge you on this website when they want to connect, do you get a message saying it's daddy? And she was like, no. <laughs> And then I woke up. The end. Oops. Bye bye. <laughs> I had completely forgotten that bit. What is when it got to the bit where daddy convention? I don't know. <laughs> when it got to the bit where I was running away, I was like, "Why is there so much left on this recording?" That was the end of the dream. I ran away and I woke up, and I was like. Oh no! <laughs> Hang on. Apparently, exists. There's, there's a real a daddy, daddy convention. There's a real daddy convention. Are you going? Hang on. Is this a wrestling thing? They look what? like wrestlers, but I oh, don't. No. I think they might be strippers. <laughs> the two are very similar. <laughs> <laughs> Their promo images just look like wrestlers. <laughs> Daddyland Festival, Dallas, Texas. Mega music festival for daddy lovers. What? Oh my gosh. What's a daddy lover? What? It's you, according to my dream. It's me. <laughs> I don't... I have no idea. It's a music festival, but everyone playing music is a daddy. Like a a, a daddy or a, or a daddy? A daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the 
way that in the dream I was like, do they say it's daddy? And you're like, no, don't, don't mock my daddy festival. Oh no. Man infected with monkeypox attended Daddyland Festival in Dallas. God damn it. Oh, not the daddies. Not the daddies. Don't do it to the daddies. Don't do it to the daddies. But yeah, that was my dream. I had actually completely forgotten the first part of that and it didn't come back to me when I was listening to it and I was like, this is so strange. Like, that's my voice saying things that I thought about and I, I have no memory of this place. <laughs> There were so many wrestlers, Bryony. It's like you've been saving up all of the wrestlers in your brain. You they know, ready for this one for dream. And they but all yeah. just, just just jumped out. Also, also. Yes. Was this the one that got kind of sexy? <laughs> this was the dream that I was like, I cannot say that bit. <laughs> all right. This was the sexy one. And then it ended with Daddy Festival. I see how it is. I see. Daddy. We know how Bryony <laughs> was feeling on this particular night. The fact I woke oh, up dear. and then I fell back to sleep like, I'm not done with you. <laughs> I'm not done yet. <laughs> Get back here. <laughs> but it was like, I mean, I've not seen The Boys, but Alex watches it and I sometimes watch clips of Carl Urban's accent because I find it so awful that I love it. Um, so I just watch compilations of him being like, Hello. Darling. Hello, darling. I was trying to think what any line he has that he doesn't say a swear word in. I can't think of <laughs> um, But I, it was a bit like that, where like wrestlers were just like everyday superheroes, but they were still wrestlers. So you were just used to seeing them going around and like, it's like wrestlers were real life people in society. <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, jeez. But I don't know why Jungle Boy was a bad boy, because he's lovely. He's a baby face. And that, well, he has actually turned a little bit heel recently. So maybe he's dabbled maybe in heel. wanted him to be a bad boy. <laughs> you want to be a bad, a bad Jungle be a Boy? a bad Jungle Boy. <laughs> and there was a crossover. to run to Undertaker to save you. Yeah, because I was just thinking, like, who would be the enemy? Because that was how it worked, was I thought a friend of Jungle Boy is not going to help me run away from him. I have to find someone who's against him. So I first saw Luchasaurus, because they aren't, they're not together anymore. They're not oh. friends anymore. No. Um, so I was like, I'll try and find Luchasaurus. And then I think, I just thought, well, you know, Undertaker's not on his side, because he's not on anyone's side. So yeah, I, I ran into Undertaker and he was huge because Undertaker is huge. He's like six he is foot a big, eight or something. Big man. Um, and that's when I woke up. Stood next Damn. to Undertaker. And then I fell Ooh. back to sleep. <laughs> and you were there. <laughs> Yay! Maybe I was the Undertaker all along. Maybe you pull off your Undertaker rips off his mask and it's you. Yeah, and it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where to begin with any of this. I feel like there was so much and yet nothing at all. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot to unpack here. But it, but it needs to be done by a professional. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I am not qualified for this. <laughs> this is just out of my comfort zone. I'm not doing this. <laughs> oh, God. What was the bit in the beginning where they wrote on something like, do you like me? Oh, yeah. So it was like a woman sort of similar to, oh, what's her name? She's an American politician and she's very... She like was working as a waitress when she was running to to be the is it New York? Her her initial was an AOC, but I can't think what her name is. Yes. Um oh, I know who you're talking about. Um okay. Uh Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Ocasio Cortez? Ocasio Cortez. Um it was a, a character very similar to her. It wasn't her, but it was like um she had her sort of vibe and um mm-hmm. she was doing like uh i think she was going to like a uh like um what's it called like a global warming like working against global warming thing in um summit in in new zealand and it was like her trying really hard to you know speak up and prove herself and then there was just all the typical like you know white dudes in the same suit sort of not Mm -hmm, taking mm -hmm. anything seriously um but yeah then she just like uh she went to the post office and she fancied the guy behind the desk at the post office but then when she left she handed him the magazine being like oh call me and then when she left he like I remember him like going out back and making a phone call like, yeah, she has come in. She is she is under my spell. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, I am a typical bad guy in a movie. <laughs> I have my bad guy voice. <laughs> <laughs> it was just very like, yeah, I, I have no idea what any it of it was. It does sound like you just had a big movie in your mind. Yeah, the just fact that it was a, a even like... I remember time a time passing montage that was her hanging up the dresses that she'd worn that day to show that she'd been there for like three weeks. Oh my god! But they don't have dry cleaners in New Zealand, apparently, so she couldn't wash any of her dresses. I don't know. (laughs) According to me, according to your dream, I was like, "What is this true?" (laughs) (laughs) I have been thinking about New Zealand recently because I'd like to go. I'll just have to pack I enough clothes. I would love to go to New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, you just can't dry clean your clothes. That's the issue. I want to go to Hobbiton. Yeah. There's definitely no dry cleaners there. Just wash your clothes in the river. In the river. You know, have I been thinking about... Why have I been thinking about New Zealand so much? I don't know. I just... I do hmm. want to go. But... I don't really, I I have no idea why I had this dream. I have no idea why Jungle Boy was so mean to me in such a hmm. sexy way. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know why you went to a daddy convention. I can only apologize for my actions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I everyone. think it's the it's end of the now. <laughs> oh. I think you watched a lot of wrestling and were also feeling very sexy. That's my uh, <laughs> that's my take. That's fair dues. 
Maybe you should go. I don't even know where I'd begin to look anything up in the book. I wonder a wrestler. I thought you were going to say maybe you should go to a daddy convention. Maybe you should go to daddy convention. Should we go to what did you say Texas? Yeah. Should we go daddy to Land. Texas and go? Oh no, there's just wreath, wreck, and writing, and that's the end of W. Oh, there's no dreams of wrestlers. Wrestlers, no. Oh, I think I think you've just you're obsessed. You just you just love Jungle Boy, even if he is now a bad boy. Interpretation of a dream in which you saw wrestling. If you dream of a wrestling. If you dream of a wrestling between two strong contenders which you observe from a safe distance, it is a sign that you did not set your priorities in life. You are wasting your energy, time, and money on questionable entertainment rather than engage in useful affairs. Um, Wow. 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 I feel like whoever wrote this was not a fan of wrestling. I mean, I have mm. been thinking about wrestlers a lot recently. But I always yeah. do. Not... <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. It's because I noticed that... So basically, Isaac, who works for Cast Games, it's like yes. his dream in the daytime dream sense of the word, word to uh, to see a wrestler stream a Cast game. So, because I recently did... One of my favourite wrestlers is Serpentico, who wasn't in this dream. He was obviously off saving lives or doing crime, whichever side he was on. And he um, He retweeted one of my tweets. And then I went on his Twitter and I was like, hang on, his DMs are open. I could send him (gasps) a key for Played Up and be like, "Uh, uh." (laughs) you want to play? So I guess because I have been thinking like, could I, you know, when like a friend says, oh, I'd really love to see this. And you, that like friend thing kicks in where you're like, could I make this dream happen for my friend? Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe I was just thinking about that. I was thinking, how could I connect to wrestlers to get them to to save the day? And this was my brain's interpretation of what if wrestlers were superheroes? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you should just well. do it. I think you should just bite the bullet and like tag them all on Twitter and say, hey, do you want to play played up? <laughs> the problem I have is I worry that... So basically I thought I saw Serpentico uh, in a... Not not himself. I was in A&E for like nine hours and there was a door that increasingly started looking more and more like him. So I, <gasps> I oh tagged God, him in Riley. a picture of it and was like, this door looks like Serpentico and he retweeted it. And he said, like, doorman. (laughs) (laughs) But then I worry that he would have clicked on my Twitter and then seen that I don't follow him. Because I I can't follow any of them because then I'll get spoilers. But I worry that they don't think of it that way. I don't think they'd mind that you don't follow them on Twitter. I I don't know. I don't think they'd mind. That's okay. Just too easy to get spoiled these days. Exactly. Exactly. It's like after a, a bake off, you can't go on Twitter. Yeah. Like you can't go on Twitter after the new Hot D or the new Rings of Power. You can't do any of it. In fact, just delete Twitter. 
<laughs> Everyone else's. <laughs> yeah. It's got to that point now. Just throw it in the bin. Get rid of it. <laughs> then you will never get spoiled. Just be real instead. Just be real yeah, for Yeah, just be real. Speaking of which, if we had a... Oh, oh we it... have. It's happened, Bryony. It's happened. Wait, has it? Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. I've got two... Oh, see, it makes you click on a thing that says post a late be real. Late. It's calling me out already. Should we should we post a late one and then we can put it on the Twitter to show everyone how real we were being? Oh, I realized because I wasn't saying anything, there's no line on audacity. I'm sending it anyway. <laughs> There you go. I've been real late for today. Late be real. Bryony just posted a late be real. Oh, no. <laughs> Why are you going to call me out like this? Be real. But do you know what? Do you know what? Being late is pretty real. So I don't feel bad. It's pretty that's real. Part of, that's part of real life. Being late. Okay. <laughs> there we go. I'm posting mine. I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> Kirsty posted at seven minutes late. What are the chances <gasps> that it would pop up when we were... Yeah, it's like they knew. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. They're listening in. They're like, quick, they're recording. Do it now. Unleash the realness. <laughs> well, there we go. The perfect end to the stream. We've posted our B-reels. Yeah, we listened. We went from... Real faces to real dreams to real life. That's it. Very real. And real daddies. Real, real. Shout out to the real daddies out there. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for you. Keep it real, daddy. <laughs> Keep it real, daddy. <laughs> oh, well. Thank you, Kirsty, for thank you, Brainy, dealing with whatever's whatever's <laughs> happening in my mind. Yeah, yeah. There's certainly something going on in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very lovely as always. Yes, very lovely. Thank you so much, and thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, um, everyone. Until if you have oh. any dreams, uh, well, if you guys, just a little reminder, if you have any dreams you want to send us, if we ever do a writing episode, you can send them to us at kirstyandbryony at gmail.com. I think that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Or tweet them to us um, on Twitter. Kirsty, at Kirsty and Bryony. That's us. That's that us. That is us. Well, so, yes. Thank you, everyone. Have lovely dreams, whether they mean anything or not. Just enjoy them. Have a little a little brain yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, just like Brainy, full of wrestlers and daddies. Yeah. Just, just the best time. <laughs> Until next time, everybody. Bye-bye. See for you now. soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.